0: Entrepreneur on Fire 1037.
1: Don't give up. I think a lot of times when people are discouraged, it's because they've tried to do a habit in a way that was not right for them.
0: Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. Ready to rock your own webinar? Text Webinar Course to 33444. That's webinar course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll be rocking our free 10-day webinar course like a champ. Ignite. If you want 100% satisfaction guarantee, then go to LegalZoom.com today. Since they're not a law firm, you can get advice from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys in most states. LegalZoom.com, promo code FIRE. The key to growing any business successfully is to expand your online presence, and it starts with your website. Get started today at HostGator.com by using promo code FIRE and the number 30. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? Jolly Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Gretchen Rubin. Gretchen, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) Gretchen is the author of Blockbuster, New York Times bestsellers, Better Than Before and The Happiness Project. She has an enormous readership in print and online. Her books have sold more than 2 million copies worldwide. And she also recently launched a podcast, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, which just hit 2 million downloads in less than five months. Gretchen, you must be just mind blown by that. What's going on girl. No,
1: it's fantastic. We're so, I do it with my sister and we're both so excited. We're so thrilled. It's, it's, Um, I mean, we're new to this world, but it's so exciting. So it's been fantastic to realize that we've been connecting with listeners that way.
0: You've been connecting with listeners in such a powerful way. I mean, you've been ranking phenomenally within iTunes. You know, your books are are mind-blowing with a success of 2 million copies. But there's been also 2 million plays of your podcast. People who are actually pressing that play button. And I mean, hearing your voice and your sister's voice, Um, We're both going to be at Podcast Movement, um, which when this goes live, it'll actually have already happened. But I'm excited to meet you and your sister in person.
1: Yes. No, we're thrilled to be going. Yeah, very exciting. You're the old hat, so you'll have to show us around. (laughs) We're the newbies.
0: (laughs) Well, Gretchen, take a minute, fill in some of the blanks from the intro that I just gave and give us a little glimpse into your personal life.
1: I live in New York City uh, with my husband and my two daughters, and I'm a person, I must admit, of very narrow interests. I spend almost all of my time either reading or writing or walking around my neighborhood, um, And but that's what I love to do. And so um, I uh, I have a podcast. I'm working on a book. I do a lot of social media. I've got my podcast. Um, So uh, basically, I spend all my time, you know, I spend all my time trying to understand the obvious. I try to see what's right in front of our faces um, about happiness or good habits or whatever it is, but that somehow we we don't recognize until someone points it out for us.
0: So what I love about your focus in your life and how you phrase it, the very narrow interest is we only have so much time, Fire Nation, and all we in fact have is time. And when you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to everything else. So you better be very specific and particular about what you're saying yes to. And as you just heard from Gretchen, she's very particular about what she says yes to. And Gretchen, let's just picture in New York City, you know, maybe somewhere by the garden, and you're at a networking party, and someone walks up to you and says, excuse me, ma'am, what exactly Uh, do you do? How do you respond to that?
1: I would say I'm a writer who focuses on human nature. Hmm. And so that's my subject. And I would say,
0: where do I buy your books? (laughs)
1: Anywhere books are sold, yeah. And I just say, you know, I'm a writer, so I write books, I write online, um, I write podcasts, I connect with readers and listeners any way that I can on my subject, human nature.
0: So Fire Nation, if you're recognizing Gretchen's voice, that's because... She joined us, which is kind of mind blowing now, but 800 episodes ago, give <laughs> or take a couple on episode wow. 254. We're now at 1037. So if you want to hear Gretchen's worst entrepreneurial moment. If you want to hear her light bulb moment, her aha moment, if you want to hear just some other cool things, just go to eofire.com, type in Gretchen or Ruben, either one, and you can listen to that episode. It's a great one. I highly recommend it, but we're here for a different reason today. We're going to be talking about Gretchen's new book better than before. So you absolutely rocked the world with the Happiness Project. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's kind of nerve-wracking following up on something of such success. So what was the reason that you went forward into the Better Than Before Project? And, and kind of talk us through a little bit about that.
1: Well, I became interested in the subject of habits, which is what Better Than Before is about. Um, because I'd been reading, as you said, and writing and talking to people for years about happiness. And I began to notice that when people talked about a big happiness challenge they were facing, they were very often pointing to something that at its core was a problem with a habit. So somebody would say, well, I'm, my problem is I'm exhausted all the time. Well, that's about the habit of getting enough sleep. Or someone would say, well, I really want to keep up a blog, but I never do it. Well, that's about the habit of writing regularly. Um, and so what was it about the situation or the person or the circumstance that, was me- that meant that the, p- these people were having trouble forming a habit. And because sometimes we're able to form habits, but sometimes we're not. Sometimes they come too easily and sometimes they won't come no matter how badly we want them. Um, And so I became very determined um, to solve the puzzle of habits. And one of the things that really puzzled me as I was getting into it was this, there's sort of this unspoken assumption when you read a lot of stuff about habits, habits of productivity, health habits, all this stuff. Um, there's kind of an assumption that, hey, if it works for you, it'll work for me. And uh, we all have the same aptitude for forming habits. And we all have the same attitude toward forming habits. And that seemed to me clearly wrong. I felt like, you know, I don't need to have a laboratory full of undergraduates at Stanford eating marshmallows to tell me that some people (laughs) find it much easier to form habits than others. So what's going on here? So I became really just um, obsessed with how is it that people make and break habits.
0: So there's something pretty interesting that I want to ask you real quick here. And I get people to reach out to me all the time and they say, "John, like, how do you do a seven day a week podcast yep, and right, like, have right. all these other things and do this and do yep. that? Like, what is your daily routine? Like, what is this?" And in fact, I got that question asked to me so many times that for 100 Entrepreneur on Fire episodes, I asked people, "What is the first 80 minutes of your day? What does that look like?" and The reason why I stopped is because I realized that you know it it was helpful, but at the same time, just taking what was working for other people wasn't going to mean it was working for us. And so, what what can you talk to about that with us?
1: No, that's such that's such an excellent point. And I mean, and I get frustrated when I see like you know the three habits that successful people do before (laughs) or whatever, because there's actually a fascinating book called Daily Rituals by a guy named Mason Curry, and what it is is it just looks at Um, You know, dozens and dozens and dozens of highly successful people, scientists, artists, choreographers, um, writers, painters, you know, successful people of every stripe. And it just goes through what did their daily habits look like? And what you see is that some people get up early and some people sleep late and some people drink a lot of coffee and some people drink a lot of booze and some people work for a half an hour each day and some people work 14 hours each day. And some people work in solitude and quiet and some people work in bustle with a bunch of people running around. There is no magic one size fits all solution. It isn't you can't look at what Steve Jobs did or what your sister in law did and think, Well that is gonna be my ticket to success. When you look at those successful people, the one thing they share in common is they figured out what they need to succeed, to be happier, healthier, and more productive and more creative. They know, they figured out themselves and what the circumstances they need to thrive, and then they make that happen. I'm sure you, John, know very well what you need your life to look like in order for you to keep up that pace. And you're disciplined about keeping that up. But what that would look like for you and what it might look like for me and if I were in your shoes might be completely different. And so I think you're right. It's helpful sometimes to think about what other people have done because sometimes you can get ideas and kind of hacks from saying, Oh yeah, I'm kinda like that person and maybe I'll try that too. But there's but I think sometimes people think like, well if I just if I just pick a successful person and do exactly what they did, then that's my guarantee of success. And it just doesn't work that way because we're all so different. And one of the things I really try to do in Better Than Before is to ask questions and to show how people are different from each other so that we can each understand our habit nature better. Because when you understand, oh well I see this person's like this or this person on my team is, has this kind of habit, I have this other kind of habit. So how are we gonna instead of me trying to convince them they're wrong or or, or convincing myself that I'm wrong because I'm different, just to say well we we have different approaches, we have different habits that help us to succeed, so how do we get to a place where everybody can get what they need to succeed? um because you're absolutely right it's It's fascinating to hear what people do, but it's it's not it doesn't really tell you what's going to work for you necessarily
0: now, I love that you just share something that we should not be doing and fire nation this is critical to realize stop spending your time just trying to focus on how can i mimic or how can i copy or yes. what can i do exactly yes. that somebody else is doing and so just stop that so now you're you have all this time freed up now because you're not doing that anymore so let's flip it on its head gretchen and let's talk about a couple things that fire nation can do to personally build habits that will work for them
1: Well, there are a few things that are pretty universal, um, especially for people who are highly dependent on kind of their own firepower. Um, So one is getting enough sleep. You know, most adults need at least seven hours of sleep a night, and it's really important to get enough sleep. And so you want to have habits that are going to help you get enough sleep. And for some people, that means setting an alarm. Just like you have an alarm in the morning, you have an alarm at night to cue you into going to bed. Um, Weirdly, I found that often I had trouble going to bed because I would be too tired. I'd be too tired to take out my contacts, too too (laughs) tired to wash my face, too tired to change my clothes. So I'd stay up later. Clearly... Not a good approach. So now I try to get ready for bed earlier so that when I am ready for bed, I just go to bed. Um, give yourself a bedtime. A lot of people sort of act like, oh, well, I can just go to bed whenever I'm tired. But then around 10 o'clock, they do something like check their work email and then they get jacked up. Blue light away. in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, and then and then you're like, well, I don't need to go to sleep. I'm, I'm, I'm wide awake. But no, really, you're not. You got, you're in your second wind, the dangerous second wind. Um, but I will say this one thing I think where people make a mistake is thinking everybody should get up early. I'm not saying everybody should go to bed at 11 PM because there truly are morning people or night people. This is an actual thing. It's very, it's, to a large degree genetically determined. And some people are at their most productive and creative and efficient much later in the day. And that's one of the things to figure out about yourself. Are you a morning person or a night person and how you set up your day might look very different depending on whether you're a morning person or night person. Cause you want to set up your schedule in order to take advantage of, of your brain. And I think a lot of times people are like, well, I just need, you know, everybody says you got to get up early. Well, not if you're a night person, Mm -hmm. you know, you might be better off doing, going through, jumping through a lot of hoops so that you don't have to do anything important before like 10 or 11 a.m. Because that's really when your brain is going to kick in. Um, So that's one thing. Get enough sleep when you need it, you know, organize your day so you get the sleep that you need. um, And you can also work the way you want to work. Another thing weirdly is, um, Make sure you eat enough. One of the reasons that people get tired, paralyzed, irritable, have trouble making decisions, and also one of the reasons that they overeat, weirdly, is that they don't eat enough. You know, you skip breakfast, you skip lunch, you get so hungry that then you eat everything in sight. (laughs) It's important to eat enough so that you have the energy that you need to keep your brain going and to keep yourself, you know, keep yourself mastery. Um, here's another thing that's strange, and this is not true for everyone, but it's true for a lot of people and over and over people talk to me about this for most people, not everybody, but for most people, outer order contributes to inner calm, inner self-command and creativity. And over and over people tell me things like I cleaned out my office and now I feel like I can start my novel or a friend of mine said, I cleaned out my fridge and now I know I can switch careers There's something about getting control over the stuff of life that makes us feel more in control of our life generally. And when you're surround, when you can't easily put your hands on what you need, if you're surrounded by junk, if you're constantly looking for, you know, this little piece of paper, that little scrap, um, it's wearing. And I, I started a habit now of taking 10 minutes at the end of every workday to just clean up my office. And I've been amazed when I sit down at my desk, I just feel so much more creative and like so much more energized not like, what's a couple dirty coffee cups? It, it, they weren't actually in my way. It didn't actually matter. And yet, it, having a clear surface, somehow it frees your mind. It makes you, there, there's something about those little tiny tasks. They drain us and they weigh us down. It says, and a good rule, a uh, good habit for that is the one minute rule. Anything that you can do in less than a minute, do it without delay. You know, print out something and file it. Answer an email that only takes one word. Um, scan, scan a letter and toss it in the trash. Um. Do the re- take out the recycling. Because again, getting rid of that stuff, that scum on the surface of life, um, getting rid of those little things makes us feel more prepared to do the big things.
0: Sleep, eat, organize, the one minute rule. What I love yeah. about this, Gretchen, is that you're sharing a foundation that all yeah. of our listeners, that F- Fire Nation can take, can create, and give us the opportunity to build our habits off of that foundation, and that to me is is so important, so critical. That's why whenever I used to get that question a lot, and I still do. Like John, what do you, your first eighty minutes look like? Like I always say, well, it starts the night before when I'm in bed yeah. at nine fifteen. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's when my day really starts.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. But you know, an, another habit that might come up with your. Your audience, are habits related to work pace? This oh, yeah. is a place where I hear a lot of people saying, "You're right." I'm, you know, you're right. No, I'm, you're wrong. Um, so what I've found is that there are marathoners and sprinters when it comes to work pace, and marathoners like starting. Early, they like working steadily, like a little bit at a time. They don't like to be up against a deadline, um, and they feel like that's what unleashes their creativity and their productivity. Is working over the long term. That's what works for them. Sprinters, by contrast, they love the adrenaline of a finish line. They feel like that crystallizes their idea, that ignites their enthusiasm and their and their uh, their creativity. And um, they like the intensity of a kind of long, intense work period right up against the end. Um, This is like a friend of mine who said uh, – because whenever I need to give a speech, like they're micing me up backstage and that's (laughs) when I'm planning out what I'm going to say. And it drives myself crazy, but that's when I get my ideas. Um, And marathoners and sprinters – like to a marathoner – a marathoner like me – I'm a marathoner – wants to say to a sprinter – you're irresponsible. You've got to start earlier. And then the sprinter says to the marathoner, oh, my gosh, if we start now, like, we're going to get bored. We're going to lose momentum. We're going to spend way too much time on this task that we don't need to. You're wrong. Um, and so it's – but often you have a mix of people or, like, you have a, uh, a team member, a team leader who's trying to get the whole team. My sister's a TV writer, and she worked for a, a showrunner who's, like, the, the boss of the TV writers, um, really was a sprinter. And so he he would artificially engineer situations so, that the whole writing team had to be sprinting, which was extremely uncomfortable for the people who don't like to work that way. To him, that seemed like the natural right best way, but that was because he was a sprinter. Now, it is different from being a procrastinator. Procrastinators and sprinters look alike because, from the outside, because <laughs> they're both working up against a deadline. But the difference is this: sprinters like to work that way and they do their best work that way. They look back and they're like, they're proud of what they've achieved procrastinators don't like working that way. Sorry, this is my phone. I can't turn it off. Well, we
0: talked about that, and we're just going to go ahead and answer it. Let's see who it is. Maybe it's the cable guy. It's
1: (laughs) it's probably it's the cable guy, as a matter of fact, the long-distance guy. Um, And they regret bitterly that they didn't start earlier because they think if I had had more time, I could have done better work. And so I sold myself short. Um, and so for procrastinators, the secret is the strategy of scheduling. That's one of the the 21 strategies of habit change that I identify. Because if they start earlier, a lot of, t- a lot of times procrastination comes from anxiety, anxiety about starting. So once they schedule a way to start and to start working earlier, then they can keep it up. So you need to know if you're a procrastinator or if you're a sprinter um, to know how to handle it. But often, you know, people will say to sprinters, you're working the wrong way. Well, there is no right way or wrong way. It's the different way, different habits work of work work better for some people, not others.
0: See, what I really love about all this Fire Nation is that you can kind of classify yourself here and and stop battling against, you know, what might not be your tie. Like, just kind of go with it. Like, for me, like, I know that I'm a sprinter. I know that I love to be getting up on stage and saying, okay, that's how I'm going to start talking. I mean, when you see me a Podcast Movement Aggression, you're going to know, hey, he probably thought of that three minutes ago.
1: See, and I'm just the opposite. To me, that would make me crazy. But it's not that it's right or wrong. It's like that way works for you and my way works for me. Yeah, and
0: I love it because you just hit the nail on the head like from my way of thinking because... My my thought process is, man, like any time that I spend right now on my talk for podcast movement, I mean, what am I what am I doing? That's not you know for two weeks now. I mean, I, I'm doing so many other things right now that are so much more important. Right now, you know that can wait until then. And so that's just the thought process. So no right. know where you thrive, Fire Nation. And speaking of which, we are about to enter the last section of our little chat here. And I got a couple really cool questions that I'm excited to ask Gretchen. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Building your website can be tough work, but it's your home base and the key to expanding your presence online. And therefore, it's incredibly important. All the moving pieces that go into building a website, like securing your URL, getting a hosting package, choosing a theme, what if I told you you can accomplish all these things in one place? Great news, you can. Hostgator.com is your one-stop destination for all website and hosting needs. Whether you already have a website or you need to get one built from scratch, Hostgator is key to helping you get your online presence Started Their award-winning 24-7, 365 support via live chat, telephone, and email is unparalleled in the hosting world. Plus, they've just raised a bar by introducing their brand new optimized WordPress hosting plans. Get ready for blazing fast load times, a simple control panel, free migrations, and more. Get started with HostGator today by using promo code FIRE and the number 30. Just visit HostGator.com, enter promo code FIRE and the number 30 Today. Do you want the government to decide what happens to your property and minor children? If not, make the commitment to protect your family today. It's National Make-A-Will Month at LegalZoom.com and doing the right thing has never been easier. They've created a better way for you and your spouse to take control of your family's future. Check out LegalZoom's new Last Will and Living Trust bundles. The more you plan ahead with wills, trusts, and powers of attorney, the more you save. Even if you're confused about all the options, don't let that hold you back. You can use their online resources and estate planning tools to help you figure out what you need or get more specific guidance from LegalZoom's network of independent attorneys in most states. Since they're not a law firm. Don't procrastinate when it comes to protecting your family. Get legal help you can count on at legalzoom.com today. Don't forget to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout to save even more. That's legalzoom.com, promo code FIRE, legalzoom.com. So, Gretchen, the happiness project better than before. You're a writer and, you know, writing just exudes from you. and, And part of that is the research phase of writing and really getting into your subject and your topic and knowing what that's all about and doing your research and studying up on habits, getting into better than before. What was one of the more surprising things that you came up with? You were like, huh, you know, I might not have thought that was going to be the case before I really started doing a deep dive.
1: Well one of the things that really surprised me was was understanding how different people are from each other. When I went into this, I figured that I was a pretty typical person when yeah. it came to habit formation. I was like, yeah, I'm more or less like other people. But and there's but there's no framework within habits to put people in contrast to each other. So I had to come up with it. So I came up with this 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 framework called the four tendencies framework which puts people into these four divides all of humanity into four categories. I love putting people into categories. <laughs> and what I learned about myself is I'm actually on the freaky Fringe. I'm an extreme personality, which by the way came as a surprise to no one but me. But it was a surprise to me. And one of the things I really learned is that I thought most people were like me. Most people are not like me. And that came as a big shock and was a huge revelation. And I have so much more forbearance for other people. Now that I understand that I I am a kind of person who has a really high aptitude and enthusiasm for habits, which is kind of explains why I'm writing a book about it. Um <laughs> But I think that it's really surprising to understand how differently people see the world because you think like, oh, it's pretty much the same for everyone. But when I really started dialing into it, I realized, you know, some people are just absolutely philosophically opposed to the idea of habits. They think of them as like a trap and a chain. And some people are only able to keep habits. They they do much, much better when they have a form of external accountability. That's the crucial thing for them in my framework. And for other people, that's not so important. And so it's really understanding how, how different we are from each other. In many ways, we're very much like each other. In some ways, we're very different from each other. It's very important to understand those differences.
0: So Gretchen, Fire Nation is made up of entrepreneurs, small business owners, entrepreneurs, people who are looking ah, to get into the game, you know, yeah. maybe some sidepreneurs, you know, people who have that full-time job but are still, you know, trying to get that thing going in the mornings and late in the evenings when habits, you know, are really critical because that's their only time to do things. So, like, how would you finish this sentence? Like, this book, Better Than Before, is for you if...
1: If you've ever been frustrated by your inability to form a habit that was really important to you.
0: I'm raising my hand. This is an audio only podcast, so I have to say that out loud. (laughs) Gretchen, speaking of podcasts, I like to kind of dive into this a little bit because... Man, I knew that you were a big deal. I knew that you've had a massive following for a long time, both in print and online. And then I heard you come out with a podcast. And I actually, honestly, we can probably go back to the recording because I'm pretty sure I said something about it. But I I just knew... The you are a person whose voice had to get out there in the podcast form. You had to just kind of get, you know, break off from the page, you know, have that as well, but break into another area where you could just kind of maybe kick back a little bit more, be a little more free-flowing and just kind of have some conversations with, you know, whoever, you know, your sister, your listeners, whoever that might be. And that's when Happier with Gretchen Rubin was launched. And I mean, it just stormed onto the scene. It was one of the top ranked podcasts in iTunes for a significant amount of time. And you know, now it's still very highly ranked. You just did 2 million downloads in less than five months, which is a massive, massive number from every level. Talk to us a little bit about this. What, what made you take this plunge? Because you have a very narrow focus. So I know for you to take something else on, it has to be for a big reason. Talk to us.
1: Well, you know, you hit on it exactly what you said. Part of it was to have another way to express a more free flowing uh, form of expression, another way to connect to my audience because I love hearing from people, hearing what they have to say about habits and and uh, and happiness, and um, and it's such a it's there's so much potential. It's such a rich medium, as you well know, as one of the pioneers, um, and. Uh, and funnily enough, for years, my sister and I have said to have said to each other, you know what, we should have a radio show. Like, we should we should do something together. And um, and then, you know, it seemed like, oh, yeah, a podcast would be way better than a radio show. And um, and I'm just fortunate because my sister, as it happens, is like this brilliant, hilarious person. Um, and so and, it, and she was really game to do it as well. And so we've had so much fun um working on it together it's uh it's really satisfying and it is a whole new way to connect and a whole new way to grapple with ideas. It's fascinating. And it's interesting because also like I've already been I'm really out there on social media and I have written these books. And so I'm I felt like I was really in touch with the pe- my audience. But it's very it, there's kind of a different vibe with the people who listen to the podcast. It's interesting. It's fun for me. It's really engaging to hear from people like what their comments are, what they're saying. Um, so it's been super exciting for me.
0: Well, I can tell you a few things. I mean, number one, you only have 21 podcasts, yet you have 2 million downloads. That just shares with you, quick math, Fire Nation, how many (laughs) listens she's getting per episode is absolutely massive. Um, You're the number two ranked health podcast overall. As we're speaking right now, I have it pulled up. Um, Absolutely phenomenal. Health is a very competitive category. And you're number two. Um, you know, you obviously are sharing some really cool things within this podcast. You know, what's something about the podcast that kind of surprised you? Kind of like we talked about with, um, when you were doing some research about habits, what surprised you about podcasting?
1: Well, part of it was just my sister, you know, like I thought I knew my sister so well, but in this, we talk about habits, we talk about happiness, we go through, you know, we have our format and I have learned all this stuff about my sister. And it's one of these things where, you know, when you do a project with somebody, you get to know them in a whole different way from when you're just hanging out together. And so that's been a wonderful thing on a personal level. Um, and what surprised me, too, is I really, as I said, I really did think that I was very much in touch with my audience. And it's very interesting to me and surprising me to me to see how people come in differently. Mm. I think there is a different, I mean, you touched on this. I think there's a different kind of vibe uh, between you and the audience when you're speaking, when they can hear your voice, when they can hear your intonation, when you're talking into their head, than when they're reading, w- reading you on the page. And in a one way, I love reading, I love writing because you can get it exactly right. You know, like you can edit, edit, edit until you get exactly the right verb or you get the adverb in exactly the right place. <laughs> or, you know, it's very, it's very precise, but you lose something too. You lose spontaneity and you lose the color that you get when you're hearing the way somebody speaks. And so... Um, so, it's been surprising to me to see how that I, I've gotten that feeling back from the listeners, um, much more than i expected.
0: So, Gretchen, this has been an incredibly well rounded interview. I mean, we've talked about a lot of awesome stuff. You know, I definitely want to again bring up better than before, of course, the happiness project. And now, you know, your podcast, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, which is going on for five months, 2 million downloads, number two ranked podcast in all of health kind of bring this home for us right now. Again, I I share with you the makeup of Fire Nation. You know, we're just, we're a bunch of scrappy people that are just really looking to, to make our lives better, to take control, to really be the captain of the ship. Like, what do you want to leave as a message to us today?
1: Well one of the things is I've talked to people about habits. Um I've talked to so many people who are really discouraged. Like there's something really important to them and for, and and they don't understand. They're like I'm totally motivated. Why is it that I can't do this thing? that's really important to me, that clearly would make me happier or healthier or more productive or unleash my creativity? Why is it that I'm not able to follow through? And I really feel like, you know, in Better Than Before, I identify the 21 strategies that we can use to make and break our habits. And I try to show how our different habit natures influence which strategies are going to work for us. And so I really would say to anybody who's feeling that way, Don't give up. I think a lot of times when people are discouraged, it's because they've tried to do a habit in a way that was not right for them. And so it's not that there's anything wrong with them. They just had the wrong tool. Like we talked about morning people and night people. You know, if you're trying to get up early and do something and you're a night person, it's natural that you're not going to succeed. There's no there's no shame in that. There's nothing to blame yourself about that. You just set it up in a way that wasn't right for you. And so I hope that with the book, better than before, I can help people sort of pinpoint. Okay, this didn't work for me, but hey, this is the tool that I need. Or oh my gosh, now I understand why when I was in college I had no problem with this, but now I can't do it. Why? I see what's different. Or you know, um, pinpointing those little sometimes just you know really easy things that don't take any time, energy, or money small tinkerings with habits can have enormous uh implications for how well we're going to be able to stick to them so there is hope is what i would say
0: there's hope fire nation hope. there's hope, hope. <laughs> <laughs> so gretchen let's do this what's the best way that our listeners can find more about you with you know with everything that you have to offer i mean i'm going to link the podcast up for sure but but what are some other ways
1: well, I have a site, GretchenRubin.com, where I post just about every day about happiness and good habits, and there's a ton of resources there Um, if you want to work on your habits or you want to work on your happiness, um, and I'm on uh, so, all over social media under my name, Gretchen Rubin, on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and YouTube and all that. Um, so I'm, there's way more out there than anybody would ever want to look at. But, um, however, (laughs) uh, however people want to connect with me, I have a monthly newsletter with highlights for my blog and my Facebook page and the podcast. And, um, if you loved, if you loved quotations, I love quotations. I have a daily happiness quotation. Um, you can sign up for So there's all kinds of stuff for people who want to get, dig a little deeper.
0: Well, Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Gretchen and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Gretchen in the search bar in this episode, as well as episode 254, will pop right up. You can go ahead and give a listen. You can look at all the resources. There'll be links to Better Than Before, to the Happiness Project, to her podcast. And Gretchen, I want to thank you for coming on again, for talking to Fire Nation, for breaking things down. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Well, thank you so much. I'm totally fired up from this conversation. Ignites.
0: Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. Are you subscribed to the Fire Nation newsletter? Why the heck not? Text EOFIRE to 33444 and you'll get gifts, resources, and value bombs galore. Have an inspired day and ignite.